Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast. I'm Vivian McKinnon and I invite you, if you haven't already, to go back and listen to some other episodes of this podcast. Right now we are on episode eight, which is so exciting. I can't believe um, I'm cu- I've come this far and I'm just absolutely loving podcasting. So I'm going to stick to it and I hope you'll uh, enjoy it with me. This podcast is all about health and wellness and self-healing and motherhood and relationships. And um, man, I go into all kinds of things. And what I'm getting into today, which will be a huge, which is a huge part of my business as a whole, is sisterhood. I'm curious what sisterhood might mean to you. What does sisterhood mean to you? Have you ever really asked yourself this question? I think it's something that I really only recently began to understand in my life, and I'm learning that sisterhood is the medicine that I have been lacking for almost my entire life. Now, just to give like a little bit of backstory, I grew up with a dad, bless him, that was very controlling. He meant well, of course, as most parents do. Um, He was very, very uh, controlling and rarely let us hang out with friends and do sleepovers and all that kind of stuff. So as all the other girls in school were finding their best friend and, you know, having that time to connect uh, outside of school, I didn't really get much of that. And I found it hard to maintain friendships uh, based off of the way that, you know, uh, the the tight control in my home. So I felt fairly lonely and um, as a child and you know, made peace with my dad with that before he passed away. So that's nice. Um, anyway, I, I, I do believe that because of that, I really became, I became one of those women and we all know them. Maybe you're one of them. Maybe, um, you know, one of them, but I became one of those women that always told myself, Oh, I don't really get along with women. I, I get along with men. And I surrounded myself with men all the time. I always had male friends and, um, yeah, just kind of told myself this story that I get along better with men, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. But, you know, I, I find it pretty fascinating, um, what, what I think I can, uh, take away from that perspective, at least speaking for myself, you know, men are easy to get along with. Of course, they love giving women attention. I mean, that is such a huge reason. I think women are drawn to being around men. We enjoy that attention. And then look at the opposite side. We are culturally conditioned to live life like mean girls. We compare, we judge, we envy, we feel jealousy, we um, gossip. We basically all of like the lowest vibrational way of interacting with a person, we've kind of been conditioned to do woman to woman. 
And I'll tell you what, that is not sisterhood. That is not love. That is not, um, that is not healthy. And a woman can sense that. Like we've all had friends. We all know people that have their own ways of letting you know how they really feel about you. And one that gets me, that doesn't bother me any, anymore, but um, I do find to be rather just, you know, it's like, okay, is like the, uh, the, the compliment that doesn't really actually feel like a compliment, right? Like I, I, it, there's so much in the tone and the way someone says something. They're trying to compliment you, but they're really kind of mocking you or teasing you, stuff like that. Like there are so many ways that women hurt each other, really. And like I said, we've all experienced that. And I've been that. I've been the one with the backhanded compliments. I've been the one sitting there with just total envy or jealousy. So I, you know. I, I understand, um, like I said, the cultural conditioning. We we see this in movies. This is depicted, and it's it's easy. It's the easy way to interact with each other. So as I've healed a lot of my wounds, my mother wound, my um, my personal, you know, issues, and really learned and put in the work to love myself fully, like fully, like the good and the bad, the dark and the light. Um, I'm able to mirror that love to other women. And I finally have fully stepped into what I call true, authentic sisterhood. It is rooted in love and support I just adore women and I, a woman that shines her insecurity on me with these, um, you know, with these backhanded compliments and, um, you know, trying to tear me down. Like, first of all, I've, I've developed enough strength that it doesn't affect me. And honestly, at this point, I truly feel a lot of compassion for a woman who is treating me or any other woman like that, right? It is a sign of her own insecurity. It is her a sign of where she needs to heal. And I don't I don't feel angry. I I see the judgment for what it is. I observe it, but I do not absorb it. And aside from those women, wow, now that I'm living in this state of mind and seeing every other woman for who she is and all of her light. Oh my goodness. I can see that women feel how I feel about them. Like, is that, does that translate properly? Like I see a woman, I meet a woman and I am curious and interested in what makes her amazing. And that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm trying to engage with. And I can sense that that woman knows what I'm doing. I am sincere. It's not phony. It is not forced. This is my genuine love and interest in women. Like I no longer feel intimidated by any women 
I am fascinated. I am curious. It is playful. If I meet a woman who's killing it and kicking ass, I want to ask her questions. I want to find out, like, I want to let her know, you inspire me. What are you doing (laughs) to be such a wonderful, like, mom or such a awesome businesswoman or, you know, to to have this like creative uh, output, like what is it that you're doing? And so it's, it's, uh, it's like, okay, sit in, inside with my feelings of jealousy. And let me just say that like, of course, sometimes like I do feel those feelings of jealousy, but at this point I've gotten, I've gotten to a point where I can recognize that and I can shift that around and say like, dude, everyone's got their shit. So I might see that person and say, wow, look at her perfect hair. I can never get my hair to look perfect like that, right? But maybe she's feeling, wow, look at that person's this thing, right? So we've all got our shit. We've all got our insecurities. We've all got our things that, but if we can kind of step outside of that and lift each other up, right? And and show curiosity rather than envy, like, wow, you, you've... Your skin is so gorgeous. Tell me what you do to keep your skin so gorgeous. Right? We can engage. So you're deep. You're you're developing connection. You're developing a bond, and there's nothing more like nothing will warm a person's heart like being asked um, to be the teacher. Right? We all want to feel like we're great at something and like we have something to offer to the world, to teach to the world. Why not lift each other up by saying, what can you teach me? And digging around and finding out what that person can teach you. Because I guarantee you, every woman has a story that will amaze you and that will inspire you. And maybe she feels like she's never had the right person, the right people to engage. No one who asks questions. So you never know what can happen when you dig a little deeper when you set aside the barriers that we have been conditioned to have and you you step into the heart space with vulnerability and you let a woman know how beautiful she is i mean that's 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 so empowering to to remind a woman of how incredible she is simply for being herself and this is also something that I, I really like to um, tell my children as well. Thank you just for being you. Not necessarily for doing anything for me or being polite or anything like that. Like, thank you for just being yourself in all of your messiness, right? So one thing that I find really interesting, I, uh, okay, so I do believe we women can change the world. The world is in chaos. It is um, really, um, sad to hear a lot of stories, including my own of how we have been failed by our culture, by, um, our, you know, uh, conditioning, uh, the brainwashing, our parents not knowing better and making decisions that were not in our best interest, all these things, right? I believe that we, the women, the birthers, the, 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 the keepers of like this, you know, the ones 
creating humans and and bringing them into the world, we are capable of influencing our children to create a better future for our grandchildren and, you know, everything after that. So this is a funny little thing that I've noticed um, that gave me really big insight into how how much our um, energy affects our children, right? So we there's that like, do as I say, not as I do. That's the most bullshit thing in the world. Like children respond to your energy. So you can say one thing, but they'll feel your energy over listening to what you say. And that's just how it is. And before I healed my relationship with my mom, um, it was very obvious. I was very hostile with her. There was just so much hostility and we, uh, really, we really saw my son Steve struggling with my mom. I mean, no matter what she would do, no matter um, what what I would do, no matter what any anyone would do, they really struggled to have a good relationship. Steve was very rude, very disrespectful, very hostile, could not accept love, could not give love, and I really buried my hand in, in my head in the sand on this one, and would not accept that he was simply mimicking my behavior, right? He was seeing how I, reading the energy of how I felt about my mom and and responding to that and doing the same. Um, but I am, <laughs> now that I have healed that wound and I have healed my relationship with my mom and she, at this point in my life, I is just, I just adore her more than anything. And um, God, I probably talk about this in every episode. I did a whole episode about healing the mother wound because um, I feel a spending the rest of my life showing gratitude perhaps is not enough because I'm just um, so full of gratitude and love and um, reverence for my mom. She truly inspires me. And the woman I once thought I don't want to be anything like her, I now look at and I say, teach me everything you know, you are just a beacon of wisdom. So ever since that shifted for me and I um, began energetically um, having a different relationship with my mom, wow, such a transformation with how my son is with my mom. So the same child who was once very hostile with my mom and now is such a gentleman, absolutely adores her. She walks in the door and he just abuelita and goes and grabs her and kisses her and offers her food and tea and um, just really sincerely adores my mom. And like witnessing this has been such a... (laughs) Like, uh, I don't even really know how to put it into words is been like, wow, that's so powerful. That is so unbelievably powerful that shifting, healing myself, shifting my, my, myself, how drastically that changed my child. We are, we are raising children. What an important job. What an important thing to do. The hard work, to heal our wounds, 
to show love and gratitude to ourselves and to the people around us, to our family. So our children can be the example of that, right? And can, and can be led by that. Um, and through sisterhood, through women raising each other up, and this goes for your mother, your daughter, your blood sisters, your um, spirit sisters, we, we, can, we can change the world. Us women, sisterhood, sisters, we can change the world through these kinds of actions. Sisterhood has also played an important part of the medicine I need when it comes to realizing that I have been um, participating in codependent relationships for basically my entire adult life. Um, and particularly I'm speaking about, uh, romantic relationships, boyfriends, and even the marriage, um, that I'm in, you know, my husband, I love him so dearly. And we are currently, um, on the path to changing this, but we have been, uh, in a heavily codependent relationship that has brought us a lot of suffering and, I do believe that a lack of sisterhood really is is what um, made that problem persist. So what I'm doing in a codependent relationship is placing the burden of um, of every role, everything I need in others on one person, and you know it's it's an interesting thing to look back and see. <laughs> how well first of all it's really funny and really silly so I'm at a point where I can really laugh about it like I would outsource so much to my husband and thought that was normal thought that was okay I mean let's start by saying let's not outsource too much I mean you have your own style your own taste your own opinion and you should own that like be true to you but also your husband doesn't need to participate in every decision and every, um, uh, you know, every opinion about the outfit you're wearing, whether or not, I mean, I used to buy clothes being, I used to be like, Oh, what do you think about this? And if he said he didn't like it, I probably wouldn't buy it. And I look back at that. I'm like, what the hell girl, what were you thinking? If you like it, buy it. Who cares if he doesn't like it? He doesn't have to wear it. If he doesn't like it, then just don't look at, you know, whatever. It's so funny though, to like, um, to really have a lot of compassion for that version of myself, uh, that outsourced, uh, my opinions about anything. I wouldn't say anything, um, because this is what happened when I would put the, the, the burden on my husband to agree with me, to make decisions with me. And I let his opinion or his thought influence my decision. Then I was in all of these small ways all the time, betraying myself, right? I have my own set of values, my own opinion, my own perspective, my own taste. And suddenly I've allowed someone else to come in and dictate my decisions based off of their own values, opinions, tastes. 
And that is just such a like strong form of self-betrayal. And I didn't see it like that. And it's so interesting to have lived like that for so long, been in relationships like that for so long, and now to see what it is. Because um, with that self-betrayal comes a lot of resentment and uh and in anger and jealousy and the desire to control and insecurity right because well and the desire to control really comes from insecurity because i'm not being true to myself therefore something is lacking within and i'm um, expressing that through insecurity and then uh, i'm taking that out on my husband through jealousy when he's interacting with other women or um you know uh anger for you know little silly nonsense and it was just chipping away at our love at our marriage and we really struggled with a lot a lot of this for a long time and through all of this like divine timing really it has been just utter divine timing that um that we we are currently doing the work and really healing through this and the way i have been um describing it is we are very much in our own lanes now we were all up in each other's business before all up in each other's lanes right like oh you know influencing each other kind of oh, this is what I think you should do. I think you should do this thing. No, 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 no. We cut that out. We're here to support each other, of course. And we have to um, work together to some degree because we have children and we have a home together and we love each other. Of course, we want to be in each other's lives. But we have set some pretty clear boundaries when it comes to I'm in my lane, you are in your lane, and we will proceed as necessary. And, you know, I say very honestly, if we get to a point where we've um, outgrown each other in any way, then we just arrive there and deal with it then. Um, but this codependency that is based off of fear, right, it is it is love based off of fear. It's not even love. It's a, it's relationship based off of fear rather than relationship based off of love and trust. And you know, what's going to happen is going to happen. So stay in your lane, focus on your, you, your own healing, your own growth, your own business, your own expression of love, your own receiving of love and work with that. So having healed, um, some of this and doing the work now having the tools and doing the work to to heal my marriage and grow a strong marriage with Brett alongside that I am putting so much love into my sisters I am so grateful for my sisters because Brett cannot give me what I need from my sisters he cannot it is in that is good that is okay he shouldn't i should have a strong network of women that i can reach out to that i can confide in that i that you know w- women are my audience for the work i do i should be engaging with women oh it has been so nourishing it is the medicine 
that I have been lacking in my life. Sisterhood is lifting me up and I feel less lonely than ever. I feel more respected and loved and nourished than ever. And it is through having these beautiful relationships with different people in different ways. And um, sisterhood has just taken my entire life and leveled up my entire life through the raw, beautiful intimacy of friendship and what it can do for us when we respect each other, when we see each other's light, when we accept each other's darkness, when we show compassion and we um, communicate and engage with our hearts. You know, women are the healers. We are the weavers. We birth children. We heal the people in our life. We create the culture. We um, weave the fabric of a society. And through each other, through mothering, through birthing children, through healing our wounds, we are able to shift the very things that we see wrong in the world around us. And I know probably all of you listening see so much in the world around us that disappoints us, that brings us um, sadness for the future of Pachamama, for the future of our children. But I have hope. I have such strong hope. Um, I have such... Uh, I mean, I, 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 I also see the darkness very clearly. And I do think things will get worse before they get better. And I think dark things will... Darkness will always exist. The light and the dark, they play with each other. It's a dance. It will always exist. But I am just maybe also manifesting... Um, sisterhood so deeply and healing my relationships and I have never felt so content and nourished and loved and bringing children into this world that I absolutely adore. I adore my children. I adore my friends' children. I love the community I'm building. It feels like everything that life really is supposed to be about and we, we as women, we know that. We see that. We feel that. We feel it. We are the healers. We are here for each other. We can heal each other through just raising each other up. And by, you know, can we, do we heal each other? Well, it's, it's part of the medicine, right? We, you have, you know, we all individually must do our own inner work, but all of these medicines are available to us and do not underestimate the power in the medicine of sisterhood. So please reach out to the women in your life, hug them, kiss them, send them a message, let them know that you love them, let them know that you see them. Have compassion for their shit. If they're shitty, have compassion for it. Be forgiving. Um, Lift them up. Ask them questions. Connect, engage, go deep. We all need this. We all crave this. And maybe we just aren't receiving that or aren't giving it enough. Let's do this for each other, women. It's so beautiful. I'm I'm so honored to be doing this work and I feel 
so honored to be fully stepping into my calling through Mama Pachamama and um, birth work and doing these sessions with women to to connect and raise women up. I'm um, very passionate in what I'm doing. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I love you all so deeply. I hope you feel that because I mean it. Everyone listening and everyone that's just, I love you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. Why? Because it's such an awesome time to just be with family and eat. And life is great. It is. I love you all.